This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, Jim and Tom. This is episode number 97. I finally caught on really? to where we're at. Yeah, 97. We're going 90, we're going up on 100. And- yeah. Hundred by uh, February, probably yeah. by Valentine's Day, maybe. No. Can we coordinate with uh, the Active Geek? I guess not. We'd have to take more time off. Yeah, we're we're about a hundred and one episode or ninety nine episodes behind where Active Geek is. No, right. but I mean, like, as far as doing like, when a, is your next? When is two hundred? You're like, what did I just listen? We are one ninety six. So uh, we're yeah. It's weird that we're so close. But. Yeah, and we've and we've taken like a thousand hiatuses. I know, it sucks. We we could probably be at a thousand episodes right now. <laughs> but this is episode number 97 as mentioned before, and uh, we are going to be talking Picard. We're going to be talking The Gentleman right. and a little bit of Crisis on Infinite Earths from the CW. Um, but we woke up to well we didn't wake up, we found out that Kobe Bryant died. Yeah. You know, we sh- we share losses on here when uh, whenever yeah. they pass away and Kobe as two Lower Marion zone. Yeah. The Celtic killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, he was responsible for the first basketball, televised basketball game that I cried when I watched. <laughs> it, I think it was like 01 when he, they were playing the Kings and Robert wow. Ory hit that game winner. Really? Yeah. I was up, staying up late. I was like, oh my God, it's got to be the, I think it was the Sixers and the Kings that would, would have played. I'm thinking they might have played. I don't I don't think he played uh, at the same time as. Uh, he might have been in it, in a couple of games that I yeah there was some when the Sixers went to um, the playoffs and like we're about to go to the championships I I think they played them in last the, the that's Allen Iverson yeah they would only have played them in the finals yeah I'm trying to think of that game if he was I don't think he was playing by then was he no. Kobe yeah he played twenty yeah, years yeah he had twenty years so and that was like two thousand one two thousand two I think it was two two thousand okay yeah. We are so I, wonky in time. Yeah, because well, I, I went into the Marines in two thousand one. Okay, and it was definitely before then. So, did you cry when the Sixers lost as a Sixers fan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man. Well, mostly because I was drunk. Okay, it makes sense. But uh, I had no stake in the Lakers or the <laughs> Kings. But when uh, it was like when Doug Christie was fighting everybody. Yeah. And uh, Robert Ory hit that game winner. I was like, God, I gotta go to bed. Upset. Outside of the fact that there's some questionable things. There's questionable things with everybody. Yes. But outside of the fact that he was a Laker, I mean, he, he was from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and he had a lot of Philly pride, yep. still was a big fan of everybody in Philly, just that he had to play a Philly team, you know, 30 times a year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he you've seen that, that video of him celebrating when they Super, won the Bowl. Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, if I liked him. I liked him a lot. Yeah. And, and he was – Unquestionably, like a great player. Yeah, absolutely. There, I don't think the argument is great that he's the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. He's he's one of the greats. Yeah, one of the greatest. Yeah, easily position. one of the greats. Mm-hmm. God damn, how many greats does the the Lakers really need? Every every player minus Jordan. <laughs> I know. You know, Jordan and Bird. They're I mean, I, I, we're not getting LeBron's best years right now. But, but still, they're still good. He's producing. But he, yeah, now it's like he eventually had to go to the Lakers. Yeah. And he passed LeBron passed Kobe in the scoring list the day yeah. before he died. And I was looking at the scoring list, and it's like it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, former Laker, Karl Malone, 
former Laker, LeBron, Kobe, and then Laker, Laker, you know, Laker. and then it's Jordan. And I'm like, oh, good. And then it's Nowitzki. <laughs> really? Yeah, and he's on there, but like Wilt's on there, and he played for the uh, Lakers. Yeah. Jerry West is on there. It's it's absolutely insane how many good players wind up in Los Angeles. Yeah. I guess well, they don't care you about traffic. Read, did you read Bill Wilt's book at all? No, I can't read. Right, uh, forgot. <laughs> he uh, he wrote in his book the reason why he left Philly is he have a better chance of. This is supposedly written in his book. I I don't remember reading it. I don't I don't think I read the whole book. But uh, he wrote <laughs> he'd have a better chance of having sex with white women in California. <laughs> okay, I mean, <laughs> it was Bill's thing. So checks out. Kind of checks yeah. out as far as the, the timeline. But, yeah, yeah. But arguably one of the best to yeah. play basketball. Um, tragedy. His right. daughter passed away on the on the daughter, plane too. Teammate, and... it's it or on the helicopter. It's it's absolutely insane. I didn't think that today while I was watching you know, a he, terrible Pro Bowl. Yeah. I hear that news. But he did look like the kind of guy that was eventually just going to be his daughter's coach. Yep. Like he would have loved to do that. Yeah. I, I think that would have. I, I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't. Everybody says he had a great basketball brain. Yeah, like I he mean. Was, he met with Giannis from the Bucks a yeah. year, the year or the summer he won MVP, and told him like, "This is what you need to do to win the MVP. This is your goal." Yeah, and he won so, MVP. He he had a better understanding than a lot of people. So I think that's the one thing that we're we're missing out on is yeah. his his future contribution besides a player. I think he had a lot, probably a lot to give. But yeah, and his daughter was positioned to be a really good player too. Yeah, I've watched some um, like Instagram film that she had, and you know she was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you have Kobe as your as your right. dad, you're going to be practicing for a while. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at. We'll, we'll move away from the som- yeah, just, somberness. Uh, yeah, you know, it's good to shout out when yeah. uh, shout out when we lose a great. Yeah, but let's uh, let's talk uh, the crisis. You finally got a chance to yeah. watch Crisis on Infinite Earths from CW. Um, we have differing opinions on a character. Um, I think we have differing opinions on a lot. Maybe. Yeah. Because I was a big fan of it. I know you were. And I am a big fan of all of them. Okay. I was a fan of this. I liked it in, in, in total. Uh, but I, I found some things to be like real dredge. And well, t- tell me what you got because I already reviewed it. John so. Cryer, I think, was a horrible. And most this might come from me not knowing. I've never watched Supergirl. And any any chance of me ever watching Supergirl was blown out the water because John Cryer and Brainy... Oh, Brainy's awful. He is unbelievably <laughs> the worst thing that's. Brainy's, he is cartoonishly bad. Brainy's awful. Yeah, he he's terrible. Just uh, you know, any chance of me wanting to watch uh, the extended like alien races, which I like, yeah. they get into they get into the the cousins of the the. Uh, I I wouldn't say they get into that. Well, I mean, they one of them dropped. lives on the planet and stuff yeah. like that, and the aliens that live on the planet and very alien friendly. But man, Brainy's the worst. <laughs> yeah, he's terrible. He and it's that's no fault of the crisis. That's just a, you know something that exists in that universe. But uh, I hated John Cryer as Lex Luthor. Okay, that's where we disagree. I think I have only liked John Cryer, and now it makes me think I may never want to watch it again. <laughs> And uh, and Parker, not Parker, Lewis can't lose. Uh, um, that's what turned into. It came from that. What uh, what was the movie? Um, uh, John Cryer was in it. Superman. No. Uh, Fast Times. At no, Ridgemont when he High. was like twenty years older. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a huge John Cryer fan. I'm only actually. I'm only a fan of him from Supergirl. Yeah. I well, hated him in uh, Two and a Half Men. Yeah, I never watched him. Like 
you know, he never came across my radar. Anyway, I don't like him. Okay. Absolutely 100% hate the Anti-Monitor. Yeah, yeah. He Whenever was. he showed up, really, really bothered me. He was pretty awful. The look at him was just unbelievably bad. He looked like a prune nut sack. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chuck's, uh, Chuck said he looked, when he got bigger, he looked like the a bad guy from Power Rangers. Yeah. I think that's 100% true, like, budget-wise and everything. Like, yeah. why didn't you spend the money on... Gotta pay for Ezra five, Miller. This is yeah, true. This is five shows coming together. It's a budget of five different shows mm-hmm. crossing over. Six? Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, six, because, because Black Lightning was Black on there. Black Lightning. And um, he just came up with just really bad CGI. Yeah, he was rough. And uh, what's his name at the end, the, the furry thing? Uh, oh, my God, Beepo. <laughs> Beepo. Uh, worst. <laughs> it, it ruined that last uh, episode for me. Uh, unbelievable. That, that that happened. Now, the you alluded to it, the Ezra Miller stuff was actually pretty cool. Yeah. The what could be is great. I think the the future is bright. Yeah. Um I didn't I didn't like the final storyline for uh Stephen Amell. Uh, yeah. I don't Oliver. like the fact that he I I liked that he became the Spectre, but I don't like how he just died. Yeah. He died last year and didn't you're not going to see him in right. the last two episodes of Arrow yeah which makes me think it's all going to be those kids from the future and I don't, well the last episode absolutely was I don't need that in my life so. yeah uh, I yeah I wasn't a big fan of that I, I liked I thought I was going to like the, the monitor trajectory but I I, I like I I thought he was going to be like an entity that was necessary, but yeah. he turned out to be a scientist, which I don't, in the monitor lore, he, that's not how it. No. Because it was, the way he was brought into it to fix the timelines years and years and years ago was awesome. Yeah. Because it, uh, it created like, uh, well, it, you know, it was supposed to fix it, but then it also created like the Superboy Prime. Yeah. And, and that was great. But, you know, they spent three years building up to that moment, and they kind of did that with the show. Mm-hmm. But then, like, to say that he was just, like... He was Cisco. Yeah. was weird. Not Thong Song Cisco, <laughs> for anyone who is confused. Uh, yeah, but, I, I, you know, I kind of th- think that fell a little short for me. And here's the biggest thing I, f- I think fell oh, short, oh. is the Book of Destiny was absolutely 100% a waste of a prop until the last second. Yeah. Like, everybody's so afraid of this book. But Lex Luthor just tore a page out and wrote in marker yeah. in it. Yeah. And everything was fine. Yeah. Like, 100% okay. And but, it kills our Kingdom Come Superman, which could have set off for so much more. Yeah, like, I, I don't I don't get, like, why everybody was afraid of this book. Yeah. But there was no ramifications for what he did. I think they kind of set it off that in the, the, the ramifications from the last... Uh, crossover was like it could change everything and right. all Lex Luthor did was just selfishly change it for one yeah. tiny shred and the fact that it was still proud like it got digitized and it was powerful was yeah. weird but I don't know that, that I was like wait a minute He so this whole like there's three episodes of of Supergirl trying to open the book whether she and you know having a crisis no pun intended of whether she she should do it or not yeah. and then 
you know, her and Batman kind of fighting over it. Yep. And then we see, like, Lex just did it, like, desecrated it, wrote a marker in it, and nothing, absolutely nothing happened to it. I guess that just shows, like, if you don't have morals, it's easier to kind of fuck the timeline up. Or, but it was like, or the destiny of someone. Or I mean, we don't know what the world is going to be like, and it is going to be weird that everybody exists in the same timeline, yeah, in the same world. But it, it also is going to answer, maybe answer questions I have, like when the Flash is dying in almost every season. Why can't one of his <laughs> friends from another part of the world come and help him? Right. Why can't the super when, friends start? Well, that's going to be the... the in, in Flash's world, he was the most powerful person on the planet. Yeah. Now that you have two super people and John Jones... Yep. There's... And everybody who join, comes to Central City is faster than the Flash. Right. So... There's going to... Like... Even it's Iris gonna be tough is faster. Because you can't... You're going to have to always write an out for these people yep. and, and, and kind of write a thing where they don't exist or they're on vacation... Yeah, I mean, they're, they're off world. What I did like is the fact that in Supergirl, apparently, they wrote Superman taking care of his kids on yep. Argo. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like that idea that he just wanted to retire. Yeah. Kind of like the Tom Welling thing. I, yeah. Like, I like that. That worked That worked for me, the Tom yeah. Welling stuff. All that I loved. Yeah. All the... Uh, hearing... Um, Kevin Conroy's bat yeah. voice as the worst Batman ever, yeah. <laughs> as the Batman we think he's all going to turn into. Yeah, I was. I thought that was great. Yeah, that was good. What'd you think of Brandon Ralph, uh, Don in the super suit again? I, you know, it's. It, I don't think it'll lead to another Superman that... unless it's a Kingdom Come. They're rumoring uh, a one season HBO Max show of Kingdom Come uh, with Brandon Ralph. All right, I, I I like because at the end it wasn't he wasn't in the Kingdom Come suit. And I well, I we've talked about this a thousand times. I think Legends of Tomorrow is the worst show because yes. they waste his talent. Oh, and it's they it, they stop him from being a superhero. Have you watched the the second episode? Nope. If you prize and value the televisions <laughs> in your house, do not watch it because I almost smashed mine. They're shooting a documentary now. Oh, great! And when Ray comes in, I thought of you immediately. When Ray comes in, he sees Nate. And it, I think it's Zari's brother. I can't remember what happens in that stupid show. And they do a secret handshake, and at the end they go, "Bros." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I was like, you listen, you listen to Galaxy Wars, Greg Berlanti. You have been listening." Yeah. Oh, it uh, was so bad. No. Uh, who was in it? Uh, the big bad this episode was Rasputin. Uh, no, right. and it, it was it was all right, but do they still have Constantine in it? Barely. Constantine it seems like a very Constantine thing to have. He did an exorcism and then went back to hell. Because all the bad guys from hell are coming to onto Earth. But where do you have to go? You don't fight them on on Earth. You fight them in hell. Yeah. And Constantine and his apprentice Gary, who looks like Sorcerer Mickey, <laughs> is, is getting <laughs> dragged away to hell. But I also uh, I started watching Lucifer, too. Oh, That's so good, good right? Yeah. So good. Yeah. Tom Welling is awesome. Or not yeah. Tom Welling, uh, Tom Ellis. Ellis, yeah. They're yeah, doing it was real good. They're doing a Lucifer Con in October in New Jersey. Really? Yeah. It uh they do one for Riverdale and I think okay. Sabrina has one, but Tom Ellis will be there, DB Woodbys, Amy Garcia, who I'm a big fan of. Um and um I don't think Lauren, Lauren German's gonna be there. Okay. But uh um uh, Leslie Ann Brandt's gonna be there too. A relationship between him and Constantine is like a uh, a no brainer. Right? And it's, even a supernatural guy. 
it but, uh, it just sucks that Lucifer is going to end uh, after season five. You think? And, yeah, they can't. They're oh, okay. ne- because Fox didn't want it anymore, so they put season four on Netflix. So right. season four is a little more raunchier than okay. one, two, and three. I was gonna and, say, it, it, yeah, it's got its moments. It toes the line. Yeah. Uh, but then this was primetime Fox. This was 8 o'clock on a, like a Monday. Oh, wow. And uh, now it's on Netflix and a little nudity, but nothing too terrible. And uh, they got season five and they said that's it afterwards, okay. yeah. which sucks because yeah. it, it's got a pretty solid fan base. That was one of the ones a couple years ago. It's kind of like The Expanse. You know how like social media can be the big end-all, be-all for some shows? Hashtag Save Lucifer got Netflix attention and they saw like this was getting retweeted yeah. and tweeted and whatnot. And they were like, yeah, we're going to buy this. And they bought it, put out the first eight episodes, ordered it to 16. Then they ordered another season. So you never know. Yeah, well, you know, we can make a guess. but uh... it Wouldn't it have been cool? Now, Chuck's absolutely against this. But wouldn't it have been cool if when Constantine knocks on the door, Sam and Dean Winchester walk out of that room? Yeah, I was kind of thinking that there should be an earth where, right? you know, that, that, that happens. And even if it was on Lucifer's earth. Yeah. That would have been okay with me. Earth 666? Yeah. <laughs> loved it. Absolutely loved it. Well, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. You're not into Sabrina, right? Uh, I've never watched it. Okay. So I'm two episodes from finishing it by the t- uh, season part three, I guess. By the time this ends, I'll be done. The first episode of part three, minor spoilers for this, gives the best depiction of hell that I've ever seen. Oh, yeah? It's dark. It's creepy. Um, it's it's really like right. intense like the seas of sorrows and shit like where they're talking about what happens and like okay. caliban's in it and i'm like oh dark side sun and, <laughs> and i had to remember like not the right universe but they're i think what the sabrina verse is, is doing is now going to combine riverdale and sabrina because they're like sister cities yeah and like river riverdale the sign for riverdale makes a cameo in the season where it says the murder capital of the world so <laughs> I don't know. It's got the sexiest uh, young actors in it in the world, apparently. Okay. So who knows? That's Riverdale. I don't know. Sabrina, not so much. Not not many do anything for me. But <laughs> let's put the kettle on, Tom. All right. Because the next, I guess, 40 minutes is going to be tea heavy. Okay. Because uh, the overarching theme of what we're talking about is very British. Yeah. Uh, without, uh, I guess, by design. It wasn't by design. It just so happened. No, I mean... <laughs> a lot of tea disgusting yeah yeah uh yeah well picard is technically french yeah yeah drinks tea earl gray yeah never stray right never stray earl gray <laughs> yeah. or always but he's you know he's owned a chateau yeah picard in in france but, uh... now that was okay so let's go right into picard episode one mm-hmm. uh spoilers to follow for picard and the gentleman when i watched this for the first time uh because I, I watched it twice I had no idea what the hell was going on. Right. And I was like, where am I? What's going on? Uh, it felt very weird seeing Patrick Stewart walk. I <laughs> yeah. kind of forgot that he could use his legs. Yeah. I mean, he does have a cane, but then he like kind of chucks it. Uh, yeah, like he's running up the steps and yeah. shit's blowing up and he's got an asthma attack. It's like <laughs> me walking to get my laundry. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, he's an old man. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not. So <laughs> Yeah, me either. Uh, yeah, it's... it's um, I've watched every episode. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, in movies, so. But that's where I'm. I mean, you watched, um, you watched the last movie, right? And that's where, that's where I was like, okay, 20 years after Nemesis. Yeah, it's it's post-Nemesis where, 
you know, they have this, the uh, Romulan Civil War. Yeah. And, and, well, they go into it. Uh, Are we assuming that Nerik is Nero's younger brother? Mm, well, maybe. I don't know. Because Nerik's like, oh, I had a brother. He was older. And when he meets the, the twin? Yeah, maybe. I see, I don't know. And I'm, 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 I'm kind of waiting for... Because there is theories out there for every single yeah. Easter egg. Um, but I'm not like really reading up on it. And who knows? You know, it could be like a word said here, a word yeah. said there, and, you know, gives it all away. Because um, <clears throat> if Nerik is Nero's brother, Nero would, Nerik would have had to have been maybe five or six when well that's the thing is romulans live to be like 200 years old yeah because they're saying this is uh 20 years after yeah the events of nemesis so just kind of yeah well that's a young baby like yeah they could live for you know yeah because they're cousins of the vulcans and the vulcans um hundreds of years old and same thing with like everybody except humans are hundreds of years old so i mean patrick stewart is (laughs) is 100 years old (laughs) Is the guy now? You're gonna to have to guide me through this because I have a lot of questions. The guy that works at um, Chateau de Picard. Yeah. Um, is he Romulan he's or Romulan. Vulcan? He's a Romulan. Okay. So yeah. what gives the difference? Is it the eyebrows? No. Well, kind of, sort of, but uh, you can get away with it. Like uh, uh, Spock gets away with appearing Romulan. Yeah. But. Uh, it's mostly the fact that Romulans have no problem with the emotions. Like okay. Vulcans, they kind of like purged emotion from, mm-hmm. but uh, Romulans never did that. They okay. don't care about lying. They don't care about like being, you know, seedy and okay. they don't, uh, they don't have a problem like acting the way they do, like being very forward. And, okay. And, but there's no like physical features that I could be like, oh, he's Vulcan. Not he's really. Romulan. I mean, Okay, because at first I was uh, like, "Oh, Vulcans!" They, I thought they were all dead. They usually have a um, like they're very well, like everything's uh, well quaffed and, and okay. symmetrical. And, okay, and, but they uh, really don't. They don't. That's just the way they're they they look and they're military. But okay, as far as like, but this one's a they just act different. This one's and, the help. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're is that a bad look on Picard's part for being part of Starfleet, where the synthetics blew up Mars, and now you have well, I think Romulan that's the help. whole point is he doesn't care. Yeah, because um, you know he originally started out hating the Borg, and yeah, he was assimilated, and then he became like a Borg supporter. And now he's a pro Romulan. He's pro Romulan, even though he fought against them. He was pro, now he's pro. Uh, Sintler, what, um, what, uh, synthetic. What, synthetic. Yeah, he's pro everything but Starfleet. Is, is, yeah, which I, I like because yeah. Starfleet's, um, everybody has like this, this idea of, of, of like Starfleet's, uh, utopian society. But yeah, it's, yeah. in every iteration of Starfleet, there's always been like, dirty underground shit going on. Yeah, absolutely. So, and like, uh, in the original series, even, even though it wasn't like, it was, it was bottle episode. No episode related to another mm-hmm. episode, really. But, um, the guy Daystrom, where the twin says she's, or yeah. 
she's going. Uh, that's named after a guy who went crazy and tried to build this supercomputer. Okay. And like the supercomputer killed a bunch of people in the, on the Enterprise. Okay. But he was such a genius and he went crazy. So they still named everything after him. And they give like the Daystrom Award because he basically built all the AI systems. Okay. So Now, in uh, the series, what I know your thoughts on the series because you've texted me them. Uh, but what what are your thoughts on the series? Uh, this is, as of right now, the front runner for best one episode. Okay. I get it. Uh, front runner for best TV show of the year. This mm-hmm. is, I mean, we'll see what it turns out to be. But as of right now, if everything's as good as this, this will be the, 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 uh, the, the this will, you know, be the everything else that every other show is measured by all right now new shows or new se- new seasons that come after we'll see but you know right now this is this will be much must watch and i i it, i hate 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 that i have to wait goddamn yeah. netflix has made me so like yeah we live in the, the yeah, binge culture I, I i need to binge this yeah almost to the point where i'm like i should just wait 10 weeks yeah let it all come out and then I'll just watch it, but I ain't, I ain't gonna do that. But you know what? We can actually talk about it every episode now. Yeah. Because I wouldn't go best show for me. Right. Uh, because that first episode of Sabrina, the new one, blew me away. But I yeah. also watched the October Faction, and that did not. Uh, I was going to watch it. I was looking for Diamond in the Rough again. <laughs> I was like, man, it looks too much like something I already watched. So. Uh, first episode, we just reviewed. Um, well, I reviewed a little bit on um, on Active Geek. Man, does that not grab you until maybe four, four in? What the, the October? October faction? Yeah, I and watch. I watched it because it was based off of comics. Right, it's an IDW joint, and I was like, all right, let's check it out. I don't know anybody in the show. <laughs> um, I don't like any of the kids. The parents are unbelievably unrealistic as monster hunters. Yeah, and they're like they're trying to be way too hip. Right, like they're using words like lit. And I was like, oh, you're 58 years old. You should, you should be like saying like, oh, I need my AARP card. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to finish the series. But that Picard's definitely kind of sandwiched between those two. I see, Well, for me, it's it, like I, I told you right away, it's, it was the best thing I watched for a long time and show-wise. I, um, first of all, like anticipation. I've been waiting for yeah. this. Uh, it kind of dropped, came out of nowhere that this was coming. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, you know, we've been, I watch out for that stuff, and then we watch out for it because yep. it's our kind of our thing we do here. But um, and we, you know, the last couple two weeks they really ramped up. Yeah, renewed it. Right, right, right before away, it came out, and sent Picard out, and he's hiring Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, it blew me away, and one way was like, wow, Picard, like Patrick Stewart's. A yeah. phenomenal actor. Yeah, like you, you're watching, and like I, like I feel everything he feels, and I, I, I see everything he sees, and uh, like the disillusionment he has, like he doesn't want to be who he is. And yeah, it seems like that's the way everything goes. Like when he was getting interviewed, I wanted to push her yeah. out of her chair. I was like, <laughs> "You knew the rules. You're not supposed to ask about that stuff." Yeah, and she asks about it, and then like he's, you know, when when him and Data are playing. Um, that game it wasn't checkers was it uh no they were playing poker yeah they're playing poker um i was and he's like i don't want it to end i was like oh my goodness i I felt synthetic because i didn't (laughs) cry but like i wanted to yeah because he didn't want it to end and 
the the thing about this show that I I was worried about because like all the trolls came out, even like Star Trek groups that I'm in, yeah, uh, they were like, "This is shit. It's Brexit, and it's not good. Why did they do a season two? There's so many issues they with it." But they hadn't even seen it exactly. At that point. The point was that people asked him, and I don't know where they get so surprised. Yeah. Like, they asked him, "Is will his politics or whatever, will that be part of uh, the show? And he's like, yeah. And he was saying it kind of alludes to some Brexit and mm-hmm. it alludes to some things going. But he's a he's an activist. Yep. First and foremost, he's a... Easily, like, a huge proponent of, like, well, women's rights mm-hmm. and then gay dogs' rights. rights, gay rights. I mean, he's always kissing Ian McCollin. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think Ian McCollin was... He might like, not want to kiss him after cats. <laughs> like, he might just need to put him in the franchise. Even he ate cats. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, why are you surprised? Yeah. You don't own that character and you don't own what they do. As exactly. long as he... And that's the thing is I, I watched and I go, it's Picard. And he's a, he's a, like, he's, he's a lawyer. He goes out on the stump yep, and he talks about, you know, the laws and the way things and, and the way things should be. And, and I expect that and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And I kind of expected it. Into, and he got a little bit of, of it when he's teaching the, the uh, reporter a lesson. Yeah. But, um. Not enough for me. I mean, that's the thing is like I see that there's going to be action in this, and mm-hmm. you need a kind of, you need action to, to grab the right people. And I thought they had some great action. Yeah, when they when I guess they were Romulan like mercenaries. Yeah, that's what it looks like they turned out to be. When they popped up and they killed that dude, I did not expect that. I was like, oh yeah. shit, this is this heated up. And you know, watching this and we the listeners know I'm not a I am not a devout Trekkie like right. you are. Uh, but I'm coming along to, you know, to Starfleet. And um, I felt much better after this episode than I did when I was watching STD. Yeah. And I liked the first, the pilot for Discovery. So I was like, let's move forward with that. This one, I was like, yeah, I can't wait till next Thursday. I'm right. putting this on my schedule. Yeah. I And um, it, there's all these, you know, there's a lot of little hooks that hooked you. Yeah. And we've been talking about them maybe doing a next generation movie or a revival for years of the podcast and we've if you go back and listen we've talked about who holds up who who hasn't held up because we've seen them at cons and everybody that we talked about data's back and they they worked out how data would fit into this and you know um we're gonna see troy back and we're gonna see Riker back um i do we do we see crusher do we think i know Uh, he's doing the after show well who was also in crisis by the way yeah yeah um I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't know. Yeah, Seven's going to be back. Yeah. Um, She's going to... Jerry Ryan's seems to have a pretty big role in it. And that's the thing I'm excited for is I don't know... You see, you don't... You don't see a lot of story yeah. about anybody. They haven't told you much. Um, they show you faces like... Uh, what's the name? Uh, Hugh from the Borg. He's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. He's like the, the freed Borg. Uh Seven and Nine is going to be in it eventually. Who doesn't uh, look like she's aged a bit? No, still, still no. looking great. Um, so there's a lot, there's a lot to look forward to. Yeah, and, and he, I think it's going to be. I, and if everything's like they just did, I, I, I'm, 
I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and even the new characters, I I like everybody. I like yeah. Allison Pill. I like the the guy who's going to go on the journey with him that we saw in the trailer. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see who else they bring along. Um, I know Whoopi was she's coming for season two. Right, as Guinan, she was. Uh, he went on the View, and he's been on the View about a hundred times. Yeah. And he invited. He's like, whatever you want to do and whatever you want to be, awesome. you're invited to come because. They're like in real life friends. Yeah. So. Does Jordy? Do you think Jordy shows up, or is he dead in the universe? He's not dead, and he looks the same. Yeah, I mean, he looks great. He yeah. looks better than he ever did. Yeah. Back then, um, I think. Well, we we see with our own eyes. We see seven and nine in an episode. Yeah, Riker I think and I, Troy. We see Riker and Troy. Uh, Data. We're kind of yeah. I don't. I don't know what we're seeing right now. It's. It's only been a dream. I thought I saw Gina Torres from Firefly, and I know it wasn't her. But there's a there's a light skinned woman with. Oh curly yeah, hair. yeah. And she. I was like, oh, Gina Torres is in this too. Um, who should have been cast as the mother in October Faction? No offense to the woman who who from Bones. I who's don't in have it. any. Oh okay. She. Um, Gina Torres would have crushed that role. Yeah, well, Gina Torres is pretty good at everything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, she's great at playing a lawyer. Put yeah. her as She Hulk. Yeah, but, true. But the, yeah, this this series, um, I'm excited about for sure. Yeah. Um, I I look look forward to the fan service moments. I'd be like, oh my god, I know them, you know. And I was a hundred percent like behind um, the the Data's daughter. Basically, yeah. I was like, oh, that's fantastic, and then they blew her up. She gone. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is some fucking. Yeah. This is some game of yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they panned that they panned to her and there's like a clear background and you're like, "Oh, she's dead." And she's gone. But her like, sister's still around? Yeah. Uh, because they got their it's very Rose Tycho yeah. with the necklace, very symbolic. Um yeah, the sister's on a a refurbished Borg ship, which that, I That was my next question. Yeah. Um I recognized the symbol or like the the ship and I was like that doesn't remind me of anything that has to deal with Romulan. I thought it was Borg. Yeah, it was a refurbished Borg ship. That's cool. But it was a Romulan she was talking to, and it seems to be like a resistance group. Yeah, it said Romulan like sal- salvage yard or... Yeah, something like that. Um, I don't know the whole entire uh, like ins and outs of, yeah. of you know whole ranks and everything. Um, so I, I'll have to look into that, but I, I assume that's where we're gonna, we might get 7 to 9 in that or she might be like the head of a, 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 I think she's going to show up as, this is me speculating. Okay. I think she's going to show up as the leader of a resistance group. Okay. Like, um, could kind of see that. Cause she was Borg. Yeah. And there's, I think she's going to try to save other Borg mm-hmm. and get them. And they're all, you know, probably, uh, they had like a relationship with, uh, uh, data and lore and mm-hmm. so i don't know we're, we'll see what yeah, happens c- with that because she says like i'm not surprised to see you here or what took you so long yeah. or something like that um I, i'm very excited i'm gonna go based on the pile of like a four and a half yeah uh, well i'm thinking i'm gonna go with five right now i mean it's one episode so yeah. i'm not gonna go crazy but i i loved it and i i I was like, holy shit! I I can't wait for the next one. Yeah, I hate what Netflix has done to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get excited for seeing the next. Like, this is the most excited I think I've seen you for yeah. any proper day. We I don't get lately. excited for watching, like waiting and anticipating. Yeah. I get now. I'm like pissed off that I can't right. watch it right now. Yeah, 
I, I don't give it a five because I had to watch it twice and read a couple articles <laughs> to figure out where I was in it. Um, right. I mean, but if you follow along at all. Yeah, I didn't feel lost. I, yeah. I didn't know what was going on, but I, I, I know enough to get me through it. But I love the story building that they had in it, right. uh, the character development. Not, like you said, there wasn't a lot of it, but they've established who's who and where we're going to go from there. Yeah. And then that two-second trailer that they did at the end, I was like, all right, this is a show I'm going to yeah. watch. It looks like the Orville, just very serious. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. Like you get a cast of characters that you can get behind. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's exactly, that's, if you have the budget, they spend it. Yeah, you know, wisely, and it looks great, and it, it. We are seeing things we never we never seen like this. The um, reminds me a lot of the Jedi archives, the archives mm-hmm. that he went into, and yeah. and um, we never seen anything like that. Never seen like his home or anything. So yeah, what I'm seeing from 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 this kind of relates to Star Wars too is how toxic the fan base can be now. Uh, this generation yeah. of Trekkies, uh, very toxic. They are not on like. They're not on board with anything that uh, I think it's Alex Kurtzman is doing. Yeah. Uh, they don't want it. They they are so beyond frustrated with the CBS All Access stuff. And at the end of the day, like well, you're I, getting more IP, so be happy. I yeah. And one hand, you could say that you know, oh, it's Star Trek. Be happy. You got Star yeah. Trek. And it, but it is not a hundred percent what they wanted. I get that yeah. too. But is it is it but, is it able? To no, get to be one hundred percent where they want it. In this day and age, you can't have twenty-four bottle episodes yep. in a season that don't relate to each other. Yeah, that's just not. It's not possible. Because, and you have to play the political correctness game. Yeah, you know, not saying that it wasn't politically correct because there is a lot of you know inclusion on the earlier stuff, but like you you have to change it up. Not every captain can be. A man, not every captain right. could be a white man. Like, and I know through what Deep Space Nine and um, um, there was another Voyager. one. Voyager, Voyager, yeah, um, woman and a man and a black man. Yeah, but like you have to continue to play that going forward. Like you're, you know, right. And that's the thing is, them getting mad at at uh, at Star Trek. You know, I guess virtue signaling or, um being inclusive is is a weird thing because that is why it became what it is i mean michelle nichols is proof of that pudding yeah of of all the things people remember is they remember captain kirk kissing a black woman on primetime television yep never ever seen that yeah so i and this is in the 60s i mean we weren't we were still or not we they were still fighting the segregation fight so it's kind of silly that to not to not see the importance of, yeah. of inclusion in, in Star Trek, and yeah. another, and then we said this when we were talking about STD. It, it's it's a uh, they have a problem with it's not my Star Trek. Yeah, it's too dark. It's too grimy. It, it's it's not as positive. That's some of the other fan base, but that does, I mean, not everything's going to be campy. well, but. If you watch the original, they had nothing was as as pretty as they think it is. Like the fans created this utopia Mm -hmm. and said Star Trek is untouchable, but or or, or, uh, Starfleet is untouchable. But it was never like that. Starfleet always had problems. Yep. And um, so I, I, but you know what? That's what fans do. They bitch. Yeah. And all of them are getting renewed. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Picard got a second season before it debuted, before all well, the trash you know, rumors. And came that's out. A, that's the thing is every fan is boycotting. Every fan is saying no. Every fan says it's not. You know, nobody will watch it. Yeah. But but they watch it and they go straight Probably to watching it. Somebody's yeah. making, somebody's giving Star Wars billions of dollars. So. And these, the same fans that are saying they're not going to watch it are watching it and going through their YouTube review shows yeah. and saying, yeah, I want this. Here's the breakdown. I of only shit wa- I watch this so you don't have to. Yeah. Or I watch this because, you know, it's my job, whatever. But I, I you know, I think people love it and I think people are going to love it. And yeah. especially, um, uh, uh, a Picard series. Like yeah, absolutely. He's, he's a legend, and he's a, easily surpassing. He's surpassed. Like he's a. I I like him more. They always have the who's the best captain, and you can go through everybody, and you know everybody's going to wind up with different captains. But uh, is he the George Washington of the Mount Rushmore? Yeah, uh, he may be. Okay, only because uh, Kirk, great guy, great yeah. cat. He was a horrible captain and he wasn't like he just was inspiring yeah um but the human being behind it might suck yeah william shatner more often than not just comes off douchey yeah he does very douchey yeah. so the human behind it I, I i think picard is better yeah and uh number one his uh his partner the dog yeah. Is from a charity, like he's a rescue pit bull, and yeah. he he said, "Well, I he want... res- that's that's his thing. He rescues. Yeah, and he's when always you... bringing them on TV and stuff." When you said he was a, a dog ad, ad, uh, advocate, that was because yeah. his wife runs a pit bull charity and stuff like that. Yeah. So it was it was perfect. So th- that's definitely a show that I suggest everybody watch. Yeah, um, but I'm going to go to a movie now that I think everybody should watch. Yeah. because uh, I don't know if you liked it, but I absolutely loved it, and it's the gentleman. Yeah, and uh, man. This was a movie that when you said, I can't wait to see The Gentleman, this is a movie I want to see, I was so happy because I would, I, you know, normally this type of movie doesn't go on to our, our episode guide. Yeah, it, 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 yeah. When was the last time we ever discussed the Guy Ritchie movie to I mean, review? Never because they've all been. I mean, the last two have been trash. Yeah. Well, um, that's the thing is, is he, when he does what he wants to do, I think he's one of the greatest at it. Yeah. Um, and this, like, I mean, this was him in his prime. This yeah, was, exactly. Like this was snatch when he's at his best. Yeah. Snatch or lock stock and two smoking barrels. Yeah, rock and roll. Rock and roll is another great one. Mm-hmm. But when he's like at his very, very best, he wants you to like, he makes you want to leave whatever, wherever you are and just, Go to England and just do horrible shit. Dude. Like I want to become an English gangster <laughs> so after every I. single one. I want to be a gypsy. Or yep. After every single one of his movies. When I left this one, I told Chelsea. I said, "There's two things that came out of this one. Number one, I want to dress like Charlie Hunnam when I go to work <laughs> every day. And I said, number two, I want to dress like Colin Farrell every day when I'm at home. <laughs> and she's like, in Burberry. I said, no, matching sweatsuits. Yeah. And the thing about Colin Farrell, who was your favorite character in this? I don't know. Mine it's was Colin, Colin Farrell. It, Colin Farrell. Because he's fucking Conor McGregor. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the whole time. He's like, give me something that sticks. And um, she's like, he's like, fuck you. Uh, uh, what was Hugh Grant's character? Was uh, oh, oh, Fletcher? Fletcher. Oh, he. Who's basically just, he's Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> he's younger Michael Caine. Uh, he was really good. And he's like, come on, baby. Let me go to bed with you, honey. 
He's just like <laughs> casually flirting with Charlie Hunnam the whole movie. There's so many. I don't know, man. Like, there's not a bad character. No. And the thing about Guy Ritchie, a part of me was like, I don't like Guy Ritchie. And then like, I don't like, I don't like post Madonna Guy Ritchie. Yeah, but I I went to his IMDb and he's got twenty things in his pipeline, and or, five of them are good. No, I counted. Um, I counted seven. Okay. Uh, but like six of them were like Madonna videos, I and I was like, well, fuck those. I'm not. I don't care. I discount those. Like, if you made music videos and like you're brand new, you can put them on your IMDb DB, uh, IMDb page. But if I were Guy Ritchie, I'd just take them off. Right. Like no one cares that you directed Ray of Light. Yeah. No, they or Gucci Guilty's one minute <laughs> commercial that you're calling. But a even short. like he did. Um, the last two movies he did were the ones that left the bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Aladdin but he did and like King Arthur. even with when he was with Madonna, he did Revolver. I thought Revolver was pretty. Yeah, good. Yeah, but that was all about the uh, what was the Shambhala? Yeah. The stupid, whatever stupid religion. Because mm-hmm. he joined it. Yeah, it was the Madonna religion. Yeah, it was like an ancient form of Judaism. Yeah. But that was still really good, and it still felt kind of like the the, uh, gangster comedy uh, that he does really well. I think when he's under – when he has control and the studio is not saying you need to do this, you need to do that, he utilizes every single character appropriate. Right. And that's why you only have like six or seven main characters, and that's it. Like – you might not even have background characters, yeah. but everybody was included in this movie. That was included in this movie was absolutely amazing. Yeah. The question I have for you: Michelle Dockery was Chelsea's favorite character, McConaughey's wife, right? Right. That wasn't supposed to be Michelle Dockery. Oh. It was Kate Beckinsale, and Kate Beckinsale dropped out two days after shooting. Huh. Would this movie have been the same thing with Kate Beckinsale in it? Uh. Just given what Michelle Dockery's character was. I mean. I liked that she was kind of the the catalyst for everything. Mm-hmm. She, uh, but she, you know, kind of like the background, like didn't need to be. Yeah. I mean, she you, you see her break heads, but she didn't really need to. Yep. Um, I think Kate Beckinsale probably would have had more screen time, which I don't know if that would have been a good thing. Yeah. Because maybe I- you pay Kate Beckinsale, and you, you and you have her in a movie, you want her. To be more in the movie, yeah, and I don't, I don't think I kind of just like I, I liked what we got. Yeah, I, I thought Michelle Dougherty was awesome. Yeah, um, every scene that she was in, she led that scene. Right. She was important in that scene, and she wasn't a damsel in distress. Even at the end of the movie, where she's going to be raped, she she fought until Dry Eyes got to her. Yeah, you know what I mean. She had two bullet, two bullets. She killed two men. Yeah, kind of. But you kind of got, got the idea that she just had faith in 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 her husband. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it happened, it sucks, but she had, she didn't run out of faith yet. No. And that's, you know, it's kind of like his unsung thing that he does is he creates, he weaves these stories Yeah, where you never, ever know what direction the story is taking. And would it be crazy if your main character dies in the first scene? For him, no. But would it be crazy if it was a twist? For him, no. I thought McConaughey was dead. Right. Like, as soon as he started, like... And I thought we were telling the story that led up to uh it, which he's done before, which would have been fine. That's the thing, is, like, the the setups he's had in his other great movies Mm -hmm. have all, like, allowed you to trust that he's going to tell... He's going to get to the point. Yeah. 
and he's going to tell a good story, and, and you're going to have a good time watching it. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, we watched McConaughey die. I, I thought... I thought he was dead. I was like, what the fuck? But I thought he was going to tell a good story getting there. Yeah, me too. And a good setup. And, it, you know, and, and then it turned around, and I was like, that's one of his... Mm-hmm. We don't ever talk about him being twisty. Yeah, he's but, not M. Night, but he's very M. Night. Yeah. Where like the twists he, pay off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This one did, because we're watching the movie. It's hour and 58 minutes long, almost two hours. We're watching this movie, and the first scene, Matthew McConaughey, quote, quote, gets killed. Yeah. Like, you're, it's insinuated that he dies. And you're watching that movie until maybe five minutes left in the movie where he walks into the scene, and the Russian is behind him. And I'm like, oh, this is where McConaughey yeah. dies. And now we're going to have Fletcher and Ray kissing the whole rest of the movie. But you also get to this, like, you don't know who to trust anymore. You don't yep. know if you should trust Charlie Hunnam. Yeah. Like, is he... Has he been turned? Mm-hmm. Like he, he kind of his, his like. Do you trust his Con- deadpan? Is 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 pretty yeah. phenomenal? And the bumbling fools that 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 uh, 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 Matthew kind or not um, the fighter kids. The, oh, the toddlers. The, the toddlers. I want to buy every mixtape <laughs> yeah. they have. I was thinking. I was like, I love the 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 music, but I was looking for a little bit more. British hip hop, yeah, like Stormzy. I, I kind of, I kind of like that. I, I think that, all right, if it wasn't the toddlers actually rapping, I think it's a guy named Dave. Okay, uh, he has a song called um, Tiago Silva, uh, and he's he's awesome. About the fighter? I no, I think the soccer player. Oh, okay. I think there's a, a PPFC or something like that. There's a, all right. but he it's it's awesome. Um, I have I listen to it all the time. <laughs> uh, Chelsea hates it. I, uh, I, I like a lot of the British hip hop. Stormzy's awesome, yeah. um, and he's getting more exposure because uh, Ed Sheeran's been putting him on yeah. tracks. But um, it was really cool to see that our boy Firestorm <laughs> left Legends of Tomorrow and is in a Guy Ritchie movie because yeah, he was one of the toddlers, Franz Strauman. Yeah, he's uh, played Benny. <laughs> I, I they were they were awesome. You could say they might have been my favorite part, yeah. but could you, could we get a toddler series? I don't know. With just a Connor, uh, I keep calling, I, dude. He was Conor McGregor. Yeah, the whole time. And his the introduction to Colin Farrell was amazing. Yeah, where he's beating up the kid. Yeah, he's like slap, slapping him in the face over like. Oh, that's a thing. Like a grilled cheese I, sandwich. I feel like there's always a a slapstick group mm-hmm. in in uh, his his good movies. Uh. Like Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, mm-hmm. and, and Snatch, and, and Revolver, and, you know, the really good ones that are this vein. Yeah. There's always a slapstick, uh, slapstick killers, because yep. they're always dangerous people, but... Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I got a little bit of a Dark Mirror vibe from the uh, the pig fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and he's in everything, Eddie Marsden. Yeah. And he's, he must be Guy Ritchie's best friend. Yeah, this, it might be. He's such a good actor, and yeah. he's never going to get the shine that I think he absolutely deserves. But when you're Whatever. on a screen with McConaughey, Hugh Grant, Henry Golding, who is on everybody's want list, Charlie Hunnam, um, this movie, I was kind of confused when I walked in there, and I was one of the only men in there, and it was a lot of girl dates. Yeah, I was like, who are they here for? Because I- Are they here for Jax? Are they here for All Right, All Right, All Right? <laughs> or are they here now for Henry Golding because they're crazy rich Asians? Uh, the theater was flooded. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I, could have been that way for, for our theater. Um, I just down the line, I, I mean, like Matthew McConaughey, I think, acted his ass off. Like, yeah. he, he had a twinge of, of British in his Texas accent. Listen to him calling people chaps yeah. and bloody cunts. I was like, oh. 
You are uh, awesome. Yeah, and and it's it, it's kind of like off-putting because he's always the Texan, but yeah. he did a little bit like I guess it, I don't know how how an expat American in England sounds like after 20 years, but yeah. I kind of you kind of hear it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh so I I I I think he was great. I think uh, the the storytelling, the the creating the movie and the sequel. And yeah, I think that I was like, what are are we watching the movie? Yeah, are we? Is this very meta? Like, yeah, because when Hugh Grant starts telling the story, I was like, oh, it's gonna be one of these. Yeah, like, yeah. and he was a perfect. He was a perfect narrator. He yeah. got you through there. His sexy humor like you're just loving everything and like i went into this movie because i'm kind of indifferent with all the actors like i there's more movies of matthew mcconaughey's that i don't like uh matthew mcconaughey the person seems to be pretty cool yeah seems to have his shit together he's out there he's wild like kind of a gypsy does what he wants but he seems to have his shit together henry golding i've never seen anything he's been in. um i know he's in crazy rich asians and he was in that last christmas movie that i have no interest to see um charlie hunnam I was very, very indifferent with Charlie Hunter. Right, yeah. Um, I didn't want him for anything. I heard the badness, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, he was all right with, you know, Jax, that's his main role, but, like, I've seen his movies. King Arthur was garbage. Uh, I saw him in uh, Lost City of Z. Yeah. I didn't really like that, but that might have been because Robert Pattinson was in it. Yeah. Hugh Grant, I don't know. I'm not a Notting Hill guy. Uh, I, I mean... I like Hugh, Hugh Grant because he could always roll with the punches. Yeah. Like, he got involved in that hooker scandal yeah. and then the next day he was on uh jay leno yeah bounce back like talking about it yep he's like yeah, yeah i'm into hookers like i made a bad decision like the, and that was when he was dating uh what's her name katie or not katie skull uh, uh, uh sienna miller no he was married to naomi watts nope he was married <laughs> to uh uh weird science oh jeez. I can't remember Weird Science. Yeah. I remember the movie. Um, no, no, not even Weird Science. What am I thinking of? Um, I don't know. But anyway, did you? He was hot, married to a hot model. Did you think that um, Matthew was going to be behind all of the the stuff with Dry Eyes? Oh yeah, no. The way they kept telling the story, I, 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 I couldn't could never be sure. Yeah, like I, and that's what the thing is. Like he. He made the payoffs like not too far after, like he made you think about it. But mm-hmm. like I was, you know, you see him talking and like, does he know the extent? Because he tells you, "Oh, that's all I got. I lost it." I was like, "Does does Fletcher really know the extent to which they're you know related and what they said?" But I don't know. Yeah, was it Claire Claremont? No, because he was dated. Oh no, that was Lord Byron's. Ex-girlfriend. I don't know where I'm at with this. Where did you go? Uh, I'm on Wikipedia, and she was the first one that came up. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, oh, was it? Oh, Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Who, Runaways. Yeah. Still got it. <laughs> um, this this movie, I walked away with a few things. Matthew McConaughey, I'm a fan of, again. Yeah. Henry Golding could absolutely play Namor. Yeah. And I would be fine with that. And I'm a fan of Charlie Hunnam now. Um, not just- this Charlie Hunnam, which looks like every Charlie Hunnam. Like yeah. he doesn't. Nobody ever asks him, "Do you want to shave or do you want to?" Yep. 
he no, keeps I, his I'm beard. I'm gonna look like this forever. Which is awesome. He's he's the brand is strong. Yeah. We're the beards, and you know Charlie Hunnam is part of that group now. If we can get a picture of him with a fanny pack, oh my goodness, I would be 100 on board with that. Uh, and also, I mean, everybody's awesome in this movie. Yeah, I would like Charlie Hunnam to play Moon Knight, not Green Arrow. I know everybody's like Green Arrow, Green Arrow, and then he said he had no interest in Green Arrow. And that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. And Green Arrow is my boy. This Charlie Hunnam that we saw with the OCD yep. and the 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 monologuing yep. before he kills a, a Russian oligarch's kid yep. could work for me. Could you see him as, and like, put him in, in the beard? He keeps the beard. I, I, I want it. <clears throat> Yeah, that works pretty good. He could be anybody for me at this point. Yeah. He, I think, I think everybody in this movie acted their asses off, and it looks like they, they, it, they didn't even have to act their ass off well, because they, like, they I, were. I think he gets fun. every last drop out of an actor. Yeah, I agree. He had, in, I mean, think about Snatch. He had in Snatch. He had, uh, um, what's his name? Rapid. Uh, no, the bald guy. Uh, uh, There's a lot of bald guys. No. John Cryer in Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> now, uh, Jason Statham. Yeah, he had Jason Statham, and Jason Statham did no action. Yeah. So, but like, it might be the best movie he's ever done. Yeah, I would say that's that's probably his number one. This is easily one B, maybe. Yeah, I walked away from Lock, this. Stock, Two Smoking Barrels is really good. I'm saying he Rock gets. Of, yeah, again, awesome. But he gets. Every, when it's his movie, like this is written, directed, mm-hmm. produced, this is all his, 100%. He gets a, he gets every last drop they have to give. Yeah, and he seems and, like... And it seems like everybody gets what he wants. It seems like he's like a frat, like the head of a frat. Yeah. And when he speaks, everybody like listens up. But yeah. he also is like, we're boys. Like, this was a boys club movie. Um, a lot of the word cunt, like <laughs> yeah. it, it, you, you yeah. said, could get Oscar or not, like... Maybe. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was that good. I think, uh, I think McConaughey was really good, but I think like Hunnam might be the. He was really good. He might be the star. He might be the lead actor. Him and I think it's him and uh, Hugh Grant. Yeah, this is their movie, just with some other players I, in it. I think he's got more screen time, and hypothetically, you know, realistically, probably not. It comes in January. Never. Yeah. January movies really ever never get the Oscar, but if it were to happen, would it be the first time like the lead has less screen time than your top build? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Not, I don't know either, but um, I will say that this is a in the vein of Boys Club. This is the most polite alpha mailing I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah. Like when um, McConaughey and Golding are sitting at the table, and like they, you know. They play out how you think everything's going to happen. It's very uh, dramatic, and there's violence, and Matthew McConaughey is like standing on him and shoots him in the head, and it's not that. It's what you know the dragon lion concept. I liked all that. I liked the the interactions between like the new drug versus the old drugs, mm-hmm. and and you know heroin and cocaine versus marijuana, and I I liked the fact that uh, this is kind of like a meta view of 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 Guy Ritchie's like directing mm-hmm. like <clears throat> his older movies kind of followed in the vein that you thought you were watching. Yeah. If he was a character in Snatch, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels and all that, 
Matthew McConaughey's character would have killed him in those movies. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that would have happened. But you're seeing, like, when he says, oh, he's been gentrified, he's been re- he's reserved and yep. all this, it's like Guy Ritchie saying, so am I. Like, yep. I'm not that person. I, I'm going to trick you by, like, not doing what you think I'm going to yep. do in this movie until it has to happen. Yeah, because when he he's like, but that's not how it played out, is it, Fletcher? And he's like, oh, love, you need, you need a little more. Like, yeah. oh, I was like, yes, go back to tell me another story. <laughs> Uh, do you think this gets a sequel? <laughs> Again, I, I think you know we they talk about it, which yeah. is weird. Like, yeah, they alluded to it. When yeah, he, that's like no, another meta thing. Is and they're like, at Miramax. Yeah, I don't even know if Miramax still makes movies. I don't know either. I know this was an STX. Yeah, this I was, don't know. Thanks, Run P. It's when we were supposed to uh, start the timer. It's when it told me to start the timer. Oh, right so, there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. Is that a meta way of saying that he'll, I mean, he killed the guy behind the sequel mm. by killing Fletcher, sort of, kind of? Is Fletcher dead? Oh, I don't know. Because I could see how they talk about how this pans out in the next one. Right. But how, why would... What the big thing Fletcher, is... Fletcher... The Russian's still around after killing little Anton. Yeah. Which was a great scene. Yeah, fell out that car, and the guy's like, "Oh, that's a great watch." I'm, I'm, I've been working on a British accent. I'm not, <laughs> not going to workshop it here. Chelsea says it's awful, but I, t- I left the movie, and I was 100. all right. I, I you want to go, and you want to dress in? Uh, I want a jumpsuit. I went to Marshalls looking for jumpsuits. <laughs> I had a gift card. I was like, "Let me get an Adidas tracksuit with a plaid jumpsuit and and matching hat." And your crew all wears the same yeah. Thing. Like I feel like when we go to Great Philadelphia Comic Con. That's our that's our look. We can cosplay, but be comfortable, and people might know that we're, we're cosplaying as a gentleman. Right. I mean, who I, cares? I think we have an idea. Uh, <laughs> at least me and you can cosplay. We can match. I I, I don't know. I well, I do love jumpsuits. I know you're I, about this. The, the jumpsuit, like, velour life. jumpsuits. Yes. And instead of like the velour, just plain tracksuit that you see in Philly. Yeah, we get the, the bur- we need the Burberry ones. The mafia casual wear. Uh, yeah, you need a. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna well, no, we can get oh, fake Burberry. Unless you, unless the Patreon start Patreoning, yeah, I, we can't afford Burberry I, I jumpsuits. Bet, I bet you Pace has a guy who can get us like <laughs> Chinese Burberry. I I think he could do it. But let's just uh, as we wrap this up, 72 on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, critic score 87 on Rotten Tomatoes, fan score. What do you give it? Uh, this is oof. one to five. Uh, five, five for me. Five. Easily a five. Uh, so the two things I like I've already said it about Picard is, uh, set a high bar. Yeah, a high bar, and you know, I don't. The Marvel stuff that's coming out, I'm going to watch, but I like my excitement for Marvel is not as high as it was for the Infinity War. Yeah. I do like Captain Marvel and I do like Doctor Strange. So I'll see it, but I don't think as a movie it'll yeah. be better than this movie-going experience. Yeah. I hope it is. I hope it does be. But right now as a movie, like I just don't see a lot of stuff on the horizon that... I agree. That I, I had as much fun at. I laughed out loud after this Oh, movie. yeah. And like... During the movie, me and Chelsea are laughing at and during like, the fucker are, scene. Yeah, yep. The fuck. Yeah, and he's like, "No, it's it's fuck. Uh, calm the fuck down, fuck." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is so good." It, there's there's been so many times that I've sat in a movie and I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of funny," but this one was like, laugh yeah. out loud, and the theater was laughing out loud. When uh, after fuck dies, he 
Because you need to invest in some parachutes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. An epidemic. That's so good. I, I will say there's uh, there's one actor that I would like to see Guy Ritchie get his hands on if they do a sequel to this. Tom Holland. Tom Holland uh, would have fit in a crew. Yeah. Would have been a great toddler. Yeah. Yeah, he absolutely would have been a great toddler. Uh, and you could play the game of where would Idris Elba be in this movie? Oh, my God. Could he have played Bunny? Bunny? Yeah. yeah. If there was a movie about Bunny. Is it, that accidentally racist because we picked the one? No. One, the, <laughs> but, uh, like, the, well, it, I think he could have played, he's a little old for the toddlers. Yeah. But he could have been, like, the toddlers DJ. Or, yeah, DJ. <laughs> DJ, DJ Daddy or something like that. But, uh, you know, he could have belonged in the toddlers because that's kind of his thing. Um, yeah, uh, he could have been like Ernie's dad. Yeah. Where he's like, you called me Black Cutney. <laughs> like that, the whole the whole explanation on how that wasn't racist. Yeah. it was. I was like, oh, Colin Farrell. You just happen to be these two different things. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going Colin Farrell. Absolutely my favorite character. Uh, he, yeah. And he saves the day. At the end, you think Charlie Hunnam's going to yeah, die? Yeah, I said four strikes. Yeah. Um, yeah, the introduction, and I was wondering how he's going to be worked into it. And, like, I thought he was going to be, like, a hitter. Like, yep. he was going to be a big hitter in this. But it was just, he was a coach, and he uh, coached, like, some fighters. Yep. So, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, he, 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 he did bring the comedy. Like, yeah, the whole thing's funny, and Fletcher's funny. But Fletcher's not laugh out loud funny. He's yeah. he's just a funny character and somebody yeah. you could hear amused by. Colin Farrell's like that's nightmare fuel. That'll yeah. sit with me for the rest <laughs> of my life. He uh, the fact that he just he comes in and he doesn't know who Mickey is. Right. And he just based off a phone call from somebody saying like he runs the the Bush game. He's he's bad news. Yeah. He took that and was like, you know what? Your word is a bond. Yeah, told the boys I, how much they fucked up. When he goes into the bar, I was like, "That's really cool," and I, I kind of, you know, yeah, establishes like you really want to like him. Did you see him getting killed when he walked into the bar? Like, I'm gonna take, I'm, I'm gonna atone for my boys. And I, like, right. I didn't want him to. Yeah, me either. But I could see that it would happen. Yeah, but it, then again, like Charlie Hunnam kind of established himself as a talk first because that, I mean, he goes into that situation with yeah. the. Uh, the heroin cats and yep. he, he's like you know and the meth heads he's just like we'll talk first well i got a lot to say then pulls out the ar yeah that was a cool scene he's yeah. got like nine layers on like <laughs> looking at him made me sweat yeah and i was like oh i, I do want to dress like you though but i, have, I would have to like scotch <laughs> two vest, yeah but i mean cardigan two vest you see that it's coat. cold They're, you see always see their yeah. breath so i want to like scotch guard my armpits like just to be be safe but matthew yeah. mcconaughey was wearing a tweed suit in every scene yeah i'm like man he must have stunk that. i need to lose like, yeah i don't think he, he doesn't think shower i don't think he uses deodorant like it wasn't like product in his hair it was no. grease yeah it's just natural he's like oh, he's like wait i get to i get to talk about smoking pot on tv yeah. or I, on the screen sure funny thing is he doesn't smoke pot in the, in the movie at all i know he's got roger the bloodhound <laughs> at that uh at michelle dockery's joint uh, yeah, I'm five on five. This is easily my favorite movie of 2019. I know I've only seen three. 2020. Yeah, 2020. We yes. we had this uh, discussion whether it was 19 or 20. Had it come out, it probably would have beat Knives Out. It, well, Knives Out is a nice little lead up, but I, I you know it, it seems like Ryan Johnson's first foray into that kind yeah. of twisty backstabbing. And, also a five out of five for me. Yeah. Knives Out. That was number two on my favorite movies. Yeah, I mean, it was a great movie. But it was a nice little palette. I mean, like, it got you in the mood for this. These movies are 
spiritually related. I mean, they're yeah. like a, a cousins of each other. Because going forward, we got Birds of Prey, which is going to be <laughs> an app in, yeah. in my mind an absolute shit show. Yeah, we got that. We got that. We yeah. got to watch huh? where, where I saw a lead into it, and it was like I know what's going to happen is you're going to be like we're watching Birds of Prey. Yeah. And I'm going to go see it. And then you're like, go fuck yourself. This is for cats. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm already going to see <laughs> Or you're going to make me go see Kristen Stewart. Underwater. <laughs> we're going to review Underwater. We're going to do Underwater and Charlie's Angels back to back. Yeah. And, and we're going to come on here. You're going to give a full read. I'm just going to say it was shit because I didn't watch it. But yeah, that's it, man. We're going we're gonna to get out of here. The one thing I will say before we get out of here, you talked about Doctor Strange. Rumor. Brother Voodoo is coming to that movie, yeah, which is that. very, very cool. Yeah. That's made, now Idris is already in that universe. I don't know. We'll have to see who fits in the Brother Voodoo role. That's for uh, the time. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Marshall Yeah. But, uh, no, I he's mean, Blade. I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been great if Blade kind of spurred out of us. But that's I, I'd time, like to see place. him somewhere, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see how this plays out. But we'll get out of here. Uh, that's our episode. Uh, it's uh, Follow us on all social medias, Galaxy Wars Podcast. Follow the network, Active Geek, Box Office Flashback Podcast, Binks in the Beards. We'll be back next week. With some more Picard time, I would have to come up with a catchy yeah. name for Picard. Yeah, you did. You had the Mando Minion on the other uh, on Active Geek, so Picard Parsec. Can, can we? Work on can it. We, oh no, that's too. That's crossing the streams. Yeah. Too too met Picard Picogram because we're only going to talk about it a little bit. I don't know, but next week's uh, we'll come back. We'll review some great stuff. Patreon, get on it. We need some Burberry jumpsuits. Yes, we definitely need the Burberry jumpsuits. Also, if you work for Burberry and have a connection. Uh, Active Geek Productions or Galaxy Wars uh, podcast at I tried to get free Sperry's once and it didn't work. Well, but. we're going to try again. Uh, Sperry, Burberry, Tracksuits, Colin Farrell. Just, uh, we're just going <laughs> to name it out there. Uh, but yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week. Uh, here's $20. Buy yourself something nice.